your host, Franco Vega, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. On this program, we'll interview folks who have been through some pain, like my beautiful Foss youth, and who have turned that pain into power. To learn more about our organization and our mission, please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hello, folks. Franco Vega here with you for the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 Minutes of Healing the Right Way, going from pain to power. We got an awesome guest in the building. It's an honor for me to introduce this young cat. And why it's an honor for me? Because I started this foundation in 2011, and he was one of the original youth in my program. Since 2012, I've known this gentleman. Watch him grow up. Uh, Now he's working on his education at Cal State Dominguez Hills. I know his resume, but I'm going to let him give you his resume. So without further ado, let's welcome Ernesto. What's up, Ernesto? Hey, hey, everybody. Hello, Frank. Everybody <laughs> at the right way. What's going on? I'm blessed to be here, man. Um, awesome. It's good seeing you suited and booted. I know we're doing radio, so people can't see you in a fresh suit. You're always dressed fresh, but uh, uh, I'm going to pretend, just for audience sake, that I don't really know you because, you know, we're here. <laughs> we want them to get to know you. So, you know, Ernesto, who are you, brother? Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I grew up in foster care, emancipated at 19 years old, um, came from gang violence. Violence and, you know, just being an advocate for myself, my younger siblings as well. They found me on Skid Row begging for money. And, you know, from there, uh, my life has changed by a worker just seeing me out there and picked me up and, you know, took me straight straight into, you know, the system. And it all happened from there. And then later on, my younger siblings was uh, entered to the system. It's five of us, and I'm the oldest. They entered to the system, you know, uh, from abuse and neglect, just as well as I did. But luckily, you know, um, they, it caught up to us because the situation would have been worse and what it was but you know um, I'm here now awesome and we how did you get to us how did you how did you find the right way foundation oh boy so as you can say, I was considered as a troubled youth, and um, I went say to at risk, <laughs> at risk, <laughs> at I risk get, of at, doing whatever yeah, you needed yeah, to yeah, do because they, they try to label us. But yeah, I was yeah. at risk because um, I was on the edge of um, being homeless and just uh, not figuring out, you know, what's the next step for me. And I met this uh, lawyer from uh, Alliance for Children's Rights called Deb Cormer, yeah, and um, and you know, I just I, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know it was no organizations or programs that's out there for foster youth such as myself. Cause I, I, I just, I had a, I had an identity problem. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know I was going. And um, she, she went in her little poem pilot was like, hey, uh, have you ever heard of the Right Way Foundation with Franco Vega? I'm like, nah, you know, what's that program about? She was like, well, I'm gonna give him a call and, and he can tell you what the program is about and you can take it from there to see if you like it. Cause Deb Cormer, she had a whip in her hand, man. And she knew how to use it. I mean, you bring back that name. Deb Cromer's an awesome friend of the foundation. She's uh, moved up. Uh, she's somewhere in Sacramento right now. Got to reach out to my girl Deb. But she's been an advocate for you guys. She was uh, uh, referring youth. Uh, to right when we first started. So we have a warm, special place in our heart for Deb Cromer. Um, but yeah, let's go back to Deb Cromer refers you to us. Why do you think Deb Cromer referred you to us? Well, um, I, I know, you know, even now as the Alliance for Children's Rights, they work with youth that's going through something, you know, either being mistreated by, you know, the staff and try to trans- transfer the housing program, social workers, you know, judges, or just going through the whole foster care process, not knowing where they're going, not knowing, and they need someone to advocate for them that they can teach them their rights they know their rights and just kind of really there to you know put put the information right there before them and actually you know just you know advocate and push the line for them man and um deb you know 
she she knew how to connect the dots for people. And I, I think for me, you know, uh, she she felt like the right way was a good good you know uh, uh, program for me, man. And, and actually, it was. It worked out. I mean, I came in, and uh, one thing I can remember is that you always used to tell me you can see yourself in me. And and going through the workshops and going through everything I've been through with the right way, man, I I was taught a lot. You know that I wouldn't learn in the hood. I didn't wouldn't learn inside my group homes or foster homes. I wouldn't learn from the you know peers or the role models I had in my life. Cause everything I grew up, man, you know, gang and you know, just just everything going on with just society, I was like kind of like manipulated to feel like that's it, that's what it is, you know. what I'm saying, and then I start getting locked up, start start going through some things, man. And and when I came in the right way, it was a place for me to heal, a place for me to self reflect and get myself together and be given that information from people that really cares, you know. But uh, she knew that I've been through a lot of programs, and you know, the programs I've been through, I, I hate to say, it, you know, can can um, exploit our youth and kind of like use them and you know abuse them in a mentally type of way but um yeah she she was like nah we, we got a place for you and now uh, from there man you know i just uh I, I one thing i could say is save my life man because i you know i feel like i'm supposed to be in jail locked up for life right now man because if you talk about mass incarceration homelessness human trafficking you know it's our youth you know the foster care population we have the largest foster care you know uh, population in the country and it's just it's just getting heavy with, with the numbers of of how many youth go to college, graduate, how many youth actually, you know, become something, do something with themselves, man. Cause you know, I got a lot of people that's like towards our, our population is just terrorizing us, man. And Franco, man, you always been like a big brother to me. Cause I'm gonna say one thing, man, you actually went through it. And, and for you to been through everything you've been through, man, and, and, and have the willpower to learn and get that piece of paper and come back and give back, man. I always find myself in your footsteps. <laughs> oh, thank you, brother. And you're doing good. You're going to go fat. You're going to go further than me. I promise you that one. Um, but, you know, going back, you know, I know your life story. The audience doesn't know it. You gave us a little glimpse of it. You know, you've been locked up. You had siblings that was in the system now. You referred uh, almost all your siblings to us and they went through our program. But, you know, how what, what happened when you was growing up and all your siblings and yourself ended up in the system? You know, what was that like? What, what yeah. happened there? Yeah, so um, it all happened for me in uh, middle school at sixth grade. So, you know, uh, my mom, she ended up putting, you know, we was living in a garage. So, um, and, and from there, my uncle that had us in a garage moved us out and we, you know, you know, the car was the only place for us to live. And looking at my mom's situation, I just understood at a young age, you know, how well rounded I was is that, you know, I, I came to her and said, mom, to give a less mouth to feed, you know, can, can, you know, you know, can I live on my own and take care of myself? And I was able to, you know, take care of myself, but just seeing my siblings go through everything they've been through, you know, um, you know, I was, I was able to live with my cousin and, and convince her, you know, that, you know, my siblings can come in as well while my mom get back on her feet and um and that that ended up just you know happening because of, of money you know some people don't really care about the kids or, or care about you know what other people kids going through and they take a man for the money and, that, and unfortunately that situation i've been in so i was abused i was locked outside um mentally physically sexually abused you know you know she used to leave us at home all the time but you know i found myself running away i ended up on scare road because that was one of the places i always knew and yeah man a worker picked me up up and kind of find out, you know, later on, my siblings got, got picked up from abuse and sexually abused and all that. And that's how we all end up in the system. And that's how it started for me, you know, learning our rights, learning how to be an advocate, speaking up for, for them and just knowing how the system works, you know, because I know I had younger siblings and I wasn't just me. 
No, no, I know your story very well, and thank you for sharing. It, it takes a lot of guts, especially from a man, uh, especially a young man like yourself, to really talk about sexual abuse. So thank you. You know, you're a role model. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. You know, and we need to talk about that. You know. You know, some of your family members have passed down some generational trauma that you're breaking the cycle. So, you know, we really focus in on the positive because you're doing very well attending Cal State University, Dominguez Hills, my alma mater, and graduating. You're going to school and about to graduate soon. How do you not let that slow you down? What keeps you going? What motivates you? This is pain to power. And, you know, you know, our pain to power program. Well, it's just learning how to love myself. Going through the right way, it really taught me how to self-reflect and love myself. It's something I never really knew how to do. Um, you know, but just just knowing that, you know, every footstep that I make far as, you know, being successful and everything in my journey, I noticed that, you know, it's something that you have done. So it just, for me, it's just knowing I have role models and, and good people in my life that, that can really, you know, uh, uh, be there for me during my whole process because they actually been through it, you know, and, and, and that made me, motivate me to, to really just keep going with, with passing the torch around and being there for the next generation. Yeah, we always say, now I'm speaking to my audience, we always say about Ernesto, Ernesto's a good example of he'll take care of community first before he takes care of himself, which I'm always on him. I'm like, Ernesto, brother, you got to do it for yourself first, you know, but that's a good trait to have, you know. If I could say anything negative, that's negative. I would love to talk to you, talk about you because, you know, you take care of everyone else before you take care of yourself and, you know, that, that, that's a good thing, you know, but I want you to put yourself first, you know, get those degrees, graduate, and then come back and do the great work. And we know you're going to do it, you know. What words of encouragement or advice would you give to our listeners? So I, I would just say, you know, it, it's okay to get your feet wet you know, to try something new, you know, and, and never give up on your dream. If you have a dream, please just never give up. You know, it took me, you know, uh, seven years to graduate from community college. And now I'm at the, you know, university level. Just never give up. You know, you're going to fail. Just keep trying. Yeah, you'll have hiccups. You'll fall down. You'll get back up, you know, and just I want to reiterate one point uh, that you mentioned. You know, you had a role models or you looked up to some of us uh, from the Right Way Foundation. But I always tell you guys that, you know, it's OK to be a copycat as long as you're copying the right cat. You know, some people be copying the wrong cats, you know. And so but your role model, everyone knows my man Ernesto uh, in L.A. County. You know, Ernesto does outreach for us still to this day and he'll send us the toughest of the ones coming out of the foster care system, the ones we love, the ones that have been a 2030 group home. So thank you for that, you know. Um, and, and, you know, good luck with everything and all your education and all your other future endeavors. We know you're going to uh, do very well. I just want to thank you for coming here and blessing the audience. Uh, this was a powerful segment. You dropped some jewels for, for some other folks. And I know that some of your pain other folks are going to listen and they're going through some similar pains and they should just follow your lead. Don't give up. You'll fail, but get back up. You know, uh, anything else you want to close out? Yeah, last just, word. yeah, man, just, you know, uh, I would say take advantage of the right way. This one is an organi you know, organization and pillars in the community. And one thing I could say is that I started off when I was young and now I'm older, you know, way older. And a lot of programs, you know, forget about us and tell us that we too old and tell us that we, we're not eligible anymore. But this is one place, this place called home where, you know, that he, he never shut the door. You know, right way is always open. And I'm just blessed to have that type of, you know, family and type of you know people in my life and thank you Franco for everything no well thank you and you're right we once you complete our 32 hour operation emancipation you're with us forever you know there's no exit no you can keep on coming back for services I want to thank Ernesto for blessing us and blessing the audience uh, and please people tune in next week to hear another interview right way podcast where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way going from pain to power peace we're out thank you for tuning 
tuning into the Right Way Podcast, 10 Minutes of Healing the Right Way, and we invite you to come back every week. Read more about us and our mission at therightwayfoundation.org.